0: And then they saw me in a bra and that was it.
1: What's going on, Pearl Jam nerds? I'm Brad Lyons. And I'm Brad Blazek, And you are listening to Single Podcast Theory. This is our first episode, um, and we just want to kind of give an opportunity for you guys to get to know each of us as we're getting to know each other, because this is kind of a cool story, actually, how Brad and I met. Brad, we've known each other for... A uh, week three and a weeks? half, <laughs> three weeks, three, Something four like. weeks, maybe. Man, and we've <laughs> probably only actually like. I mean, we've texted a ton, but yeah, um, we've only talked on the phone a couple times. But I will yeah. say that the first time I called you, we did talk for an hour about Pearl Jam, which was a really good sign for yeah, for did. doing this and it, podcast it, together. It, it
0: you know it felt really comfortable from the jump, yeah, which is amazing because I have a hard time. Meeting people and talking to people, and it was it was crazy how comfortable it was. But well, that's that's may, Pearl Jam.
1: Maybe I was about to say maybe that's the thing is <laughs> I have a lot of social anxiety as well. Yeah, and I actually put off calling you a couple of days just because I was nervous. Oh wow, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but when you have something, you know, and this could be anything, but for us, it's Pearl Jam. When you have something that you love and are connected to, it makes it a lot easier to connect with other people through that thing you know and that's also not to sound cheesy but that's kind of also the hope for this podcast is kind of widening the net for opportunities for people in the Pearl Jam fandom or community to be able to to find another kind of touch point to build the community even more you know what I mean
0: yeah I mean if you if two people share that passion for anything it if that's your jumping off point you know that's That can lead to, you know, bigger and better conversations about all kinds of
1: stuff. Absolutely. And I don't know if you feel this way. Like, I mean, we're, I don't even know. Are we about the same age? I'm older than you, right? Uh, I just turned 42 in May. Okay, so I'm 39, right on. Okay, so yeah, so... We, we both come from a generation of Pearl Jam fans that we were both there from the beginning, right? Right, oh and, yeah. And I don't mean that like we're better, you know what I mean? No. It's just, I I was born at a time where when that first record came out, you know, I was in... God, how old would I have been? That was 91, so mm-hmm. I would have been 13 years old. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, it's funny when I listened to... It, my point in all this is that it gets harder as I get older to find um, Pearl Jam fans around me. Definitely. Be- because the caricature of that band and especially Eddie Vedder has kind of like stuck. And I think the younger generations, and it's great because they do have younger fans coming to shows. Right. But, you know, it's that whole like, you know, Scott Stapp, her thing. Right. right. And um,
0: that's uh, people's, people. That haven't been there from the beginning or the first
1: few years, that's the the character. That's all they know. Yeah, absolutely. It's that it was that didn't didn't um didn't they do a celebrity death match that was literally Eddie Vedder and Scott Stapp? Yeah,
0: they did. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but so the point being that um, I'm selfishly wanting to do this. Not only have I found someone. Um, to talk to Pearl Jam about and put it out to people, but it's going to be an opportunity through whether it's forums or email or social media to kind of get to know other people across the country or across the world. Right. And that kind of brings us to how you and I met, actually. It was a good segue because my best friend just started what they've been going for like six or seven months just started
0: i think think it was like the first week or first whatever of in january okay cool
1: there you go so my best friend Clint wells and another good friend of mine ethan luck started a metallica podcast and metallica is one of my other um favorite bands of all time so not (laughs) yeah yeah, obviously for the story i'm about to tell but so clint um, Clint and I are both, uh, I don't know how to say it without sounding douchey, but we're, we're both professional musicians. That's how we make a living, is um, either going out on the road, getting hired to, to play for people, or uh, we both write songs. Clint's an insane songwriter. Uh, but I spend a lot of my time now um, producing records for bands and this awesome studio that I have the privilege of working in here in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, but you like you said, are a huge Pearl Jam fan. I mean, uh, Metallica fan. So you've been digging into the metal up your podcast podcast. Right. And do you want to kind of like take over and sure. cause this kind of segues into how we met? Yeah.
0: I, I mean, uh, I, I, found out about the podcast f- a few months ago, um, and just really dug it from the beginning. And I was, I had tickets to go see Metallica in St. Louis in June and Metallica runs a contest uh to win what they call the snake pit you win snake pit passes right and unbelievably i won passes and i you know i my best friend lives in oklahoma i'm in tennessee and there was no way he could make it so i reached out to clinton ethan through email and just told them hey first of all i'm super excited i won these passes and second of all, if either one of you can make it, you can have my my plus one snake pit ticket,
1: which I'm going to stop you right there. Sure. That that is so cool that you were willing to do that. I just I oh. just want to say.
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks. I mean, I, I knew um, I knew they would love it. They're obviously huge fans. And sure. uh, I think uh, Ethan was in Europe. But Clint, Clint got back to me within like 20 minutes and he was just from the, from the, from the start, he was like, um, you know, it might work out that I'm on tour, but we're coming back the night before and we're actually going through St. Louis the morning of, right. And long story short, we met up, uh, that morning his, his bus dropped him off and you know we just had a great time i'd never met him i talked to him once or twice through email um and you know we became i i would say pretty good friends yeah. within you know a 48 hour period we we spent the day together we went to the show uh we stayed overnight in st louis and then because his bus dropped him off i drove him back to to nashville and we ended up staying overnight in Nashville and hanging out the whole next day.
1: Dude, that's so cool. So,
0: yeah, I mean, it, well, was, it was it just, it was really cool.
1: And I will say to you too, so this, I'll take the story back over because I've been working on trying to get a podcast together for a while for Pearl Jam because they, at the end of the day, they are my favorite band, right? Yeah. Um, and we, you know, we'll have countless episodes to talk about why they're my favorite band, but um you know, I was talking to Clint. I texted him. I was like, man, I, I need to find a partner to do this. That's like, you know, that can do it every week and blah, 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 which is a tall order. You know what I mean? yeah. Like you yeah. got to really want to do it, um, especially, you know, you got, you got, if you got kids at home and you mm-hmm. got a job and work life and a relationship and all this stuff. And he was like, I'm calling you in five minutes. Yeah. And I was like, all right, he called me back. And that's, he's like, just hear me out, dude. You don't know this guy. Um, but he's my bud. We've gotten to be buds. Um, and he's like the guy, Brad, that, that picked me up in St. Louis for the Metallica show. I was like, yeah, he was like, he's a huge Pearl Jam fan. He had mentioned to me that he wanted, he was thinking about starting a Pearl Jam podcast. And I told him, sorry, dude, my buddy Brad's already got one in the works or whatever. And it worked out <clears throat> that, um, I needed somebody. Um, the other person uh, is a really good friend of mine and it just didn't work out. And so I was like, you know what? screw it. So I called you up and that's when we talked an hour for the phone. I was like, this is totally going to work. So
0: it's, it's funny because I I remember we were waiting after the show for an Uber to come and get us. And that's when we started talking about Pearl Jam and he mentioned you and in the podcast. And I, you know, I died a little inside because I was like, (laughs) Oh, I've been, toying with the idea of, of trying to start it up. And I don't even know where to start. And I don't know anybody else that could do it with me. And, you know, within, I don't know, five or six weeks, you know, we, he, he, he texted me and said basically what you just said. So now here we are. And And so that's just another
1: example of like, what the communities can do and even across bands. You know what I mean? Right. Like th- this all came about f- from a Metallica podcast, right. but now we get to do a Pearl Jam podcast. I never, ever, ever would have met you. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we live very, well, as far as I can tell, we live very different lives. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, we yeah. literally don't live in the same place. We're right. in completely different states. Um, but anyway, that's just another example of, I hope there's more of that to come through this podcast definitely
0: yeah i mean i'd love to hear from from fans you know and and their experiences with what we're talking about you know and being a fan for x amount of time and going to shows and, and meeting people you know it's the like you said the fan bases are very similar if you if you go on each band's boards or facebook pages or reddit You know, there's a lot of passionate people out there that are, are, you know, really cool when you get to talk to them.
1: Yeah. Well, I can't wait to explore that stuff. I've I've always been a little shy on doing that kind of stuff. And now this is going to kind of force me into engaging a little bit more. I I, I, I can tend to be kind of hermit like and (laughs) I just want to sit in a room with really good speakers or headphones and listen to the records. You know what I mean? Um, But just well,
0: there's something to be said to going to a Pearl Jam show. At four in the morning, the day of the show, and there's forty or fifty people already in line. Oh yeah, and dude! You're you're all there for this one singular thing. That if you're there at four in the morning, you have a passion for this band, and <laughs> right. it makes it a lot easier to come out of your shell and and talk about that. Well, there's passion. just an
1: automatic kinship there. I think right. you know. Yeah, yeah. When um, you know, so we don't want to make this episode too long. We both. I think one thing I can tell, I know this about myself, but I'm just going to make this observation about Brad and he can tell me if I'm right or wrong. When we are passionate, we can tend to be quiet people, uh, socially or whatever. But when we are passionate about something, we can talk forever. Definitely. Okay, cool. We're both like that. So I'm going to try and keep it on the rails for this kind of (laughs) introduction episode, but I did also want to say like. You know, I think it'd be good for us to kind of quickly share how we got into the band. You know what sure. I mean? Like how we discovered them. So um, for me, it was in... God, was I in seventh grade in 91? I believe I was, because I believe I was in science class. And a buddy of mine, you know, just for context, too, for the for the younger fans, um, you know, we were just coming out of a phase of a lot of, like, hair metal and... When you're a kid that's, you know, in my example, middle school that loved music, you just kind of love music and you don't really know what your tastes are quite yet, if that makes any sense. Like, there's a lot of stuff that I listened to back then that I remember in the back of my head going, is this cool? Uh, And now I know that it's not. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, Um, some of those
0: bands were, you know... They were they were hot and heavy for a quick minute and then you sure. never heard of them again.
1: Well and just that whole genre just started to burn out and it was a perfect time for the, the quote unquote Seattle stuff to happen, right? So Oh yeah. Um for me it was I'd gotten into Metallica already. So the the, the turn that kind of took me was Metallica, Metallica was already around right before Pearl Jam and mm-hmm. I'd been introduced to Led Zeppelin and those were the kind of the bands there's some others too but just off the top of my head to make it quick those are the bands that made me that's when I got into drums. I was like I'm going to be a drummer, right? Um and then a buddy of mine that I kind of he was kind of my connection to metal music walked into science and he had, you know, 10 on CD and he handed it to me and was like, you got to check this out. Um, and I'd already been into Nirvana with bleach and stuff like that. And I listened to it. And I was just like, this for me seems so different, but there's something familiar about it. And there was something, uh, emotive in Eddie's voice that I latched onto right away. And, uh, you know, our first episode is going to be about 10, so I won't go deep into that. We'll save it for that episode. But it just, more than any other band, like, I love Zeppelin. They're one of the reasons why I make music. But there's nothing lyrically for me to grab onto. And I think that was the big difference for me with Pearl Jam, um, was just Eddie's lyrics and the gut-wrenching vocals. And um, I don't know, it just... It's one of those things that just struck with me. And I was, uh, I was a drummer, like I said, and my first band, just to show you how big of uh, Pearl Jam Nerds my, my band was when I was 15. Our first show, my first time ever playing live, was connected to this church that I went to. And they let us use their instruments to practice. And we had a show where we got to play five songs, right? These were the five songs. Um, Plush, uh, Stone Temple Pilots, Animal, Pearl Jam. Before Versus came out, we learned it by... We had recorded them playing on the VMAs on VHS and learned the song from that. Oh, wow. And we thought we were so cool because... And I still think we were pretty fucking cool for doing yeah. that. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> we did a Driving and Crying song and then we did uh, "Rockin' in the Free World" Pearl Jam cover, right? And we did uh, "I've Got a Feeling" Pearl Jam oh, cover.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good set list.
1: It was it was, <laughs> and the other funny part was I guess it was six songs because we did we did "Cocaine." Eric Clapton Oh god. And, no. the,
0: and the well just at 15 it, it, at 15 or 16.
1: It was so it's just such a simple song. Right. And and luckily I guess luckily well, I don't really care but the the youth pastor that was kind of putting it on was like, "Now, what's your set list again?" And we said cocaine. He's like, "Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're going to sing propane tonight." Right. Yeah. <laughs> cocaine. And I'm like, "Wait, that's way more dangerous right. to do propane than cocaine." Uh, so that was kind of like that's how it all started for me. And I just kind of never looked back with that band since
0: but then. Now, please so. tell me there's video of this somewhere. Oh,
1: yeah, dude. I'll have to oh, dig it God. out.
0: Yeah, I've got to see this. It,
1: well, I mean, we'll have to transfer it from, you know, the camcorder or whatever. Right. But my parents definitely have it. So oh, uh,
0: what about cool. you, man?
1: How'd it happen? Uh,
0: it's fu- It's funny listening to you. It's there's some like huge similarities and then there's some not similarities. Um, my 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 background with with bands and music was when I was in you know, seventh, eighth grade, freshman year, I was all about Def Leppard and, yeah. and Guns N' Roses. Oh, yeah, dude. And um, I I also started playing the drums because of Rick Allen from Def Leppard. Hell, yeah. Um, if people don't know, he, he lost an arm in the early 80s and still continued to play with, like, a special electronic drum kit. And I thought, well, if he can do it with one arm, surely I can play. And... Um, so I was heavy into Def Leppard and Guns N' Roses and a lot of the hair bands that you're talking about. I was into them too. Right. So when the whole grunge thing happened, I was like, I'm a, I'm metal. I don't <laughs> listen to that crap. <laughs> right. I, I'm a metal kid. I, I get to, that. Yeah. You know, I listened to Metallica and and Guns N' Roses and Def Leppard. I thought that was you know the height of metal. Right. And I was in. I had to be a sophomore in in '91.
1: Okay, that um, sounds right.
0: And the, 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 the kid that was like the most metal kid, he said in class one day, I overheard him talking to somebody else and he, they were talking about going to concerts. And he said, you know who sounds or looks like they'd be great in concert. And I'm thinking he's about to bust out with Deicide or Cannibal Corpse. right? He says Pearl Jam. And I was floored. And I was like, that guy likes that band
1: did it give you did it give Pearl Jam a little bit of cred though because it came from him
0: oh definitely okay cool I was like I'm gonna check these guys out because I'm like they're maybe I'm wrong maybe they are metal if he likes them and uh went home MTV was you know still playing videos at that time and uh you know even flow was was out and I just was like, okay, this is this is pretty good, and then I realized that I had a, a summer job at Great America Six Flags. Yeah, and this one I lived up north near Chicago. Um, but we had tapes that we listened to, and one of the tapes was Temple of the Dog. Oh, dude. Yeah, and one was the single soundtrack. Oh, yeah. And I didn't realize at the time that that's what I was listening to I was essentially, you know, grunge one Oh one was absolutely. on those two tapes. So I, I got 10, got really into it, borrowed the single soundtrack and dubbed it, you know, and made copies of the whole thing. And I was like, there was, I think it was stay love of trust was on side one and, yeah. and breath, breath was on side two. And I just, I w you know, I never looked back. It was, you know,
1: Hell yeah, I, man. it was on. Especially those two tracks, man. Right. They're, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess I'm glad they didn't make it on ten, but yeah. um, and they kind of live in their own little special world. But those are two. I love those songs. Those yeah. are not like throwaway throw B sides for me. No, at all.
0: and breath especially. Like, yeah. That's that's up there with my favorite songs by them. But state of love and trust is is amazing too, and it's it's kind of like um, it's two perfect tracks to introduce you to Pearl Jam because Stay Trust is just flat out, just rocks. Yeah. And then breath is like way more. It's like uh, grooves. It's yeah. like, it's and, a little bit and, more open and yeah. but it's still, and, it's
1: still rock. You know what I yeah. mean?
0: And the lyrics are, are pretty emotional. You know, I mean, if I knew where it was, I'd take you there. It's like, come on, man. Dude, <laughs> we're going to be, I,
1: I have a feeling we're going to be quoting many, many lines like that. Over yeah. the episode. Oh, yeah. So
0: yeah. But I mean, y- you fast forward to, nowadays um with me anyway i always thought you know i'm a huge pearl jam fan i'm a super fan i listen to all their stuff i've i've seen i've seen them four times and you know um i kind of Stopped going to shows altogether. I go to a lot of different bands, but I stopped going altogether for about ten years because got married, had kids, and, and that yeah. kind of
1: stuff. Life happens.
0: Yeah, and um, I'm a huge Cubs fan. And when they announced in 2013 they were playing at Wrigley Field, and, you know, and I know Eddie is a, a Cubs fan, and he's from up north. Right. I'm like, I there's no way I can't go to that show. Hell yeah! <laughs> um, and then I saw him again. A year later and then i saw them last year uh in lexington and wrigley field again both nights and i'll tell you (laughs) i've realized i am not a super fan i am a maybe not a regular fan but these people go deep. I mean, I've met people that have seen them over a hundred times. Yeah, man. I've seen people that have seen them thirty or forty times. I met nine times. Right. I thought that was a lot, and, you know. And these people. Well,
1: it is a lot, though. I mean, and yeah, I mean, and that's the whole thing, too. That's um, another perfect segue to something I wanted to get to on this intro um, episode. Is that we neither one of us are doing this because we think we are the authorities or. Pearl Jam historians like there's going to be stuff that we don't know or our minds blank or um, we just totally fucking get wrong. And yeah, it's uh, it's cool, man. Like we're (laughs) we're we're here (laughs) to like create a platform for all of us to kind of to talk again, like whether it's email, social media, whatever it is like. Um this is just here to share with everybody right. and this is not us uh at the top of the hierarchy looking down at all the other right. pro jam yeah, fans i like, mean I,
0: I think I speak for you and I say we're no experts on them no you know but it's kind of cool that if this can be a middle ground we can you know if the super fans you know can correct us on stuff or give us information that we don't have, and on the flip side, maybe we can bring some new people in that aren't huge into them and this will bring them back in or get them in altogether.
1: Absolutely. I love it. I'm so yeah. excited, dude. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this um, is pretty cool. Well, let's wrap up this first one, but we definitely don't want to leave um, before we give everyone our contact info. So uh, you can reach us by email, uh, Brad and Brad, Both we will both be getting these emails and um, so our email is singlepodcasttheory at gmail dot com. Our Twitter handle is Pearl Jam Podcast, but you can search singlepodcasttheory, Theory and it'll come up either way. Our uh, Instagram handle is at Single Theory, and then you, you can search us on Facebook as well by the title Single Podcast Theory. All right, you, That's you're, you're going to be the Facebook guy. Did I get that yeah. right? Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm. I'm <laughs> Please don't judge me. I'm. A, I'm a little more uh attuned with with facebook than
1: like instagram and twitter but you know
0: the you know emails you know let's let's uh let's talk
1: that's why we're a duo dude because i i'm (laughs) i'm down with instagram and twitter and you're down with the facebook and we both know how to use email because we're not idiots (laughs) so there you go we've got it all covered man
0: yeah i mean i i uh created an aol.com email so you can you can ch- check that out too. Okay, awesome. No, I'm just, I'm just
1: joking. Oh, okay, good, because I was about to make fun of you so hard when we stopped recording. Yeah. You, did you get, get that with your Hotmail as well? <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah.
0: I downloaded uh, Explorer last night.
1: <laughs> I'm hearing those dial-up modem sounds right. in my head right now from when I was a kid. Do um, you uh, do you want to mention what
0: the old Twitter handle was?
1: Uh Yeah, in case someone's, yeah, okay, that's cool, man. Yeah, it was, I think I was really tired or something, whatever. Yeah. But uh single podcast theory wouldn't fit. They won't let you have that many characters for a Twitter handle. So I put at PJ underscore PCAST. PCAST. Because we're PCASTing. Right. And rightfully yeah. so. It just
0: rolls, it rolls right off the top. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. This is why I'm not a marketer. This is why I make music for a living. But um, all right. We're going to sign off here. And uh, hopefully, if you've made it through this episode, uh, you're going to catch up with us on the next one, which is going to be the 10 episode. So check it out. And we will see you next time. This is Brad Lyons.
0: And Brad Blazek. Signing off.
1: I died.
0: I died. And you just I died. I died, and, you watched. I died and you walked by and said no it.